Haver is more inclusive than ever before. Send all severe aortic stenosis patients to a heart team for a Taver evaluation. Consider your patient's health and lifestyle needs when determining their best treatment option. Learn more at heartvalves.com. That's heartvalves.com to learn more. Brought to you by Edwards Life Sciences. You're listening to Rock's Art Radio. This month, Roxana Mehran asked Samir Gafur and Giora Weiss to share their tips for keeping up to date. Hello, my name is Roxana Moran, and we're on uh, another episode of Rock's Heart Radio. I have Dr. Jafur, Dr. Gira Weiss, and uh, this is Roxana Moran, the Dr. Rock's Radio. Hi, welcome. Pleasure to be here with you. Pleasure as well. Yeah, so... Um, I prefer you... Dr. Rock's on, doc- on Dr. Ruth. Oh, I know, but Dr. <laughs> Rock's, that's, yeah, it's that's better. kind of much, much yeah. more interesting. So, first of all, welcome to my show. Uh, today, I wanted to focus a little bit on clinical practice and how you guys keep up with your clinical practice. What, why do I say that? Because the evidence and everything like keeps on going. We're being pulled down by our hospitals and administrators. How do you keep up with your game and, and try to stay above it all? So let's start with Dr. Gafour. Thank you very much. That's a very tough question to sort of manage all the different aspects of it. I think by the time the new guidelines come out, things have already progressed in somebody's practice that is trying to keep up with the times. So before what used to be a guideline-based strategy, now everybody's trying to keep up with new trials and things as they come along. To really keep up, uh, the next phase that we're trying to do is being involved in multiple journal articles. And, uh, you know, whether it's New England, Lancet, whether it's the JAK series, whether it's circulation series, all those are very important, I think, for the interventional cardiologist. The other thing which has really picked up recently, and I'm sure we'll get to this, is the rise of social media. And some of the newest trials being developed on social media is one plat- one episode. The other way is certain other websites. For example, TCTMD is a great one to know what's happening in multiple different spaces, be able to download different presentations, especially now it's linked to so many other different conferences, as well as other things such as clinical trial results and also CV pipeline. So within that smorgasbord, there usually is a good pickup of all the different technologies and trials. Yeah, so that's a a great, I mean, you really point out a lot of different uh, venues and and, uh, resources that you can go to to try to keep yourself up to date. You're, you're uh, Dr. Weiss. You're um, Europe, chief of cardiology in your at uh, uh, chief of uh, your cath lab, uh, interventional cardiology at uh, Montefiore Hospital, and uh, you're busy on the administrative side. And we're more and more. I think uh, we're doing more administrative work, and uh, physicians are burning out. How do you keep up with your clinical practice? How do you manage your time? That's an everyday struggle, of course. And you can divide it. You can say one day you're doing clinical work, one day, one day you do administrative work, you can do one, one day research. But I think there's no way to do it in that way. I cannot allocate special days for special tasks. It's basically being able to juggle between all those tasks almost simultaneously. So yes, we're doing clinical work, but between that we have to some administrative phone calls and conference calls and we're involved in multiple uh, uh, research studies. Some of them are multi-center, some of them are uh, investigator initiative. And we need just to really multitask. I think that's the only way to do things now is to multitask and not to struggle with that, but actually to, to try to enjoy it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's nice to say that, but we also have that big elephant in the room of worrying about when you're multitasking, maybe you're not as careful and that, God forbid, you should make a mistake. Interventional cardiologists are so, so, have so much liability against us, both by, we have to keep up with quality, we have to keep up with our volume, we have to keep up lowering the complication rates, getting the patients out. Uh, RVUs, and then of mm. course learn how to be like the top notch. And so, Dr. Kafour, tell me, how do you do? You have administrative work? I do. I'm. Uh, what do you do? I'm working as a uh, medical director of the Structural Heart Program over at Swedish in Seattle. Oh my God! So that is busy. Well, nothing compared to where you guys are coming from in terms of your administrative work, but in that small spectrum, there is components of volume of quality and cost effectiveness of uh, education and research all those components come underneath your administrative uh, uh, overview that being said I think the biggest thing that really sort of pushes us is we all have existed to give the best possible care to the patient and our patients help drive us to not only ask questions but to look up what the next thing is for example just being able to have a practice where you're taking care of patients with valve disease is one component, but that dovetails very nicely into heart failure, very nicely into anticoagulation pharmacokinetics, pharmacotherapeutics. So you have to touch on all these different topics. To be able to do this, I think the biggest thing is make it based on the patients that you take care of. If you have a patient, try to read, try to know what's up to date on it. The other thing is uh, try to step a little outside of your comfort zone. For me, I think for your as well, we've, we can talk about valves very comfortably. When's the last time we talked about heart failure comfortably? It's a little bit harder. And so jumping out to those areas does take extra bit of work, but it's very important to the patients because they don't just come in as a valve problem or as a left anterior descending problem. You know, it's funny because I feel like in interventional cardiology, we're not just, you know, everyone thinks of us, oh, you guys are just doing procedures, but actually we're expanding so much that we have to know so much. I mean. You say that you're not knowing too much about heart failure, but I bet you know a lot more than a lot of regular people because you're, you're in structural heart, you're doing heart failure and you're doing those kinds of important, uh, taking care of those patients and keeping up with heart failure and um, uh, you know general cardiology, hypertension. I mean, it's just, it just keeps piling on, doesn't it? I think the key word is team. You, yeah. So how we struggle and how we be multitask between clinical work, administrative mm -hmm. work, research work, travel, we all travel. So, so how we do it, we need a good team. So we need a good team that we can trust mm -hmm. and we can delegate multiple activities that we do, we combined, we are involved. Man, there are many things that I'm involved with, but on the every day, on the every hour, there's somebody in charge of, and that gives also the team satisfaction. So every team member knows that he has a small, he or she has a small niche something that, that their baby mm -hmm. and we work in collaboration and really my role as running the program is really to give them the resources and give them the the fuel to do what they do and really to grow themselves no that's great and um so but what do you what do you guys do for fun i mean multitasking <laughs> i'll talk to samir up, you know. <laughs> yeah. so samir what do you do for fun yeah, it's a great question so i'm living over in the pacific northwest and there's a lot of great things about that area in terms of the outdoors in terms of well actually the outdoors between uh july 1st and you know october 1st the outdoors are great after that it gets a little bit on the drearier side but 
the outdoors is definitely a great uh, portion, just hiking, being able to be outside near the water, all those things are great. Other things, just spending time with my family. I have uh, three, going to turn four-year-old soon, and uh, he's uh, very in touch with his opinions right now. Oh, that's, yeah. that's great, that's great. <laughs> and uh, other than that, I think the big things are uh, just, you know, uh, growing with uh, your community, growing with the people around you. It's important to have a work-life balance. I don't know whether that's part of our keeping up with the times, but it's definitely something but it, keeping it, up with ourselves. It definitely is, right? Because I think uh, the healthier mind you have, the, the better you will be to keep up with, uh, with the times. But to be honest, to us interventional cardiologists, what they do for the fun, that's a tricky question sometimes, I know, right? right? What, do you, yeah. what do you do? Yeah, you know, yeah. I used to cycle. I'm not doing yeah. that anymore, unfortunately, but trying to spend as much time that with my wife and my daughters uh, well, that's, that's to right. really to have good time. Yeah, that's true. Well, this has been a great discussion. Uh, I think you guys are um, giving me a, a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of insight, and I think our, our uh, listeners are going to love this episode. So thank you so much for coming on board. And, and for them, you know, they'll listen and say, you know, that's what I'm going through. And so it's everyone is going through the same thing. So thank you for sharing your thoughts and giving our listeners a, a, a nice uh, episode. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank, thank you. you.